everyone. How is it going? It is your boy, Brian Justin Bailey, coming at you again with the final episode of Talking Goats Rap Edition. Now, like I said in the previous previous season of Talking Goats, the sports edition, I said it's been a great ride. It's been a short one, but it has been a great one. I want to thank you all for listening. So, in today's episode, we will be getting into what I believe is the greatest rap albums of all time. Now, I will be, you know, again, just like with the greatest rappers of all time, I will be hit with a little bit of criticism. But, you know, everybody is entitled to their own opinion. I have my opinion. Somebody may have their own opinion. But, you know, that's quite all right. Now, getting into the number five spot of what I believe is the greatest rap albums of all time is going to be 808s and Heartbreak by Kanye West. Now, let me give a little background on this album. 808s and Heartbreak wasn't even supposed to be an album. It just wasn't. Kanye was going to come out with this completely different album. I think he had everything recorded, maybe. I'm not too sure. However, his unfortunately, his mother passed away before he was getting ready to release it. So he said, I'm going to scrap everything. I'm going to name it entirely something else. And, you know, what a shocker. Turns out to be one of his best albums of all time. Now, 808s and Heartbreak, it uses a lot of 808s and a lot of autotune, but that kind of what gives it beauty. And it was a very influential album for all these different, all these different rappers like Travis Scott, Lil Uzi Vert, Juice World. They were all influenced by this album and the kind of sound and composition and like the tone that Kanye set in this album, like heartless uh love lockdown and while listening to this album you know all these i remember i was a little kid when this came out so i wasn't really big into rap but you know when i finally got around in my you know early teen years when i heard this i you know i wasn't old enough to experience heartbreak so i wasn't really getting the full message and I believe Will Uzi Vert said, you know, he wasn't old enough to understand Heartbreak, but he kind of wanted to feel something listen to, listening to the album. Like, he wanted to feel what Kanye was feeling. And that's just how influential the album was. He influenced a lot of the sound that you're hearing today. Like, like I said, Juice World, he got a lot from Kanye. Travis Scott got a lot from Kanye, and Lil Uzi got a lot from Kanye. So that just kind of shows how influential this album really was. Now coming in at the number four spot, we have To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Now, this album was just hands down fantastic. I could listen to the album all the way through and not skip a single song. I believe I have at least, I don't even know how many songs are on the album. I probably have every one of them except for two. You have All Right, you have, 
you have King Kunta, you have, in my opinion, one of the best ways to start off an album with Wesley's Theory. Wesley's Theory is just so good. Like, I urge you to listen to the entire, the entire album to really get what I'm talking about, because it is just so good. They have... He has You, I Like That Song, that's a good song, and, you know, he just has such a way of, you know, telling a story throughout this album, and, you know, really putting together these really good songs, and he is just, he's so lyrically gifted, and the way he kind of, kind of just rhymes his words, spits his bars, like, uh, it's just... It's just fantastic. That's all I can say. I'm just at a loss for words and how good this album is. I may just give it a listen after I'm done recording this podcast because it's just so, just so fantastic. So coming in at the number three spot, we have J. Cole, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Now, let me tell you why I believe this is the number three spot. J. Cole just absolutely killed this album so good. He has some of his best songs on this album. No Role Models, you know, like I said in previous episodes, how he started that song off. First Things First, rest in in peace, Uncle Phil. For real, you're the only father that I ever knew. I get my girl pregnant, I'ma be a better you. Just, uh... He just so not afraid to tell his story and dive deep into that realm, you know, just, he's just such a good artist. He has Wet Dreams, A Tale of Two Cities, Note to Self, G-O-M-D, Love Yours, Love Yours, I definitely touched on this in previous episodes, how... In the chorus, he says, there's no such thing as a life that's better than yours. And, you know, lines that still resonate with me today, you know, just sitting down and thinking, wow, I wish I was a famous athlete. I wish I was a famous movie actor. Then you got to realize, I, you know, you got to love yourself. You know, there's no such thing as a life that is better than yours. No, I'm getting a little, uh motivational little <laughs> little break from rap giving a little motivational speech I guess but you know just that's all good so just the way he was able to just tell stories in that album you know rhyme his words spit his bars just all around fantastic now coming in at the number two spot is Illmatic by Nas, just, man, I don't even know how to explain it, like, it's just, it was such, it was so fantastic, it even got entered into the, you know, National Recording Archives, I believe that's what it's called, I'm not, National Recording Registry, it's on me, I don't know the, you know, the term for it, however, That just goes to show how great of an album it was, because for it to be entered in, like, I believe it needs to, 
you know, show a significant, like, how it impacts the culture, like, how it represents the culture. And I believe that's what it does, because he has so many good songs on this album. Like, Nas has New York State of Mind, The World Is Yours, One Love, Represent. That's just, those are some of my favorites off the album. You know, I urge you to listen to this album, too. Honestly, all the albums I listened so far, I urge each and every one of you listening out there to go and give it a listen because they are just that good. It may take you a while to get through all of them, but, you know, hey, just have them playing in the background, you know, kind of take it all in. It's a great listen. So just the way it impacted the culture and how it influenced the culture, it, it was just so well made. It was just, man, just fantastic. Can't even say much more about it. So, coming in at the number one spot for greatest rap album of all time, in my opinion, is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by none other than Kanye West. Just fantastic album. Amazing album. Now, I know I said previously in this podcast that, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinions, you know, I respect everybody's opinions on, you know, their rankings and everything else, but I was watching a video on a man, I I forget what his YouTube channel is, I may have, I may have blocked it due to the blasphemous, uh, blasphemous ranking he gave this album but he was ranking uh Kanye's album and like giving it a grade and I believe he said that it was a soft six just gonna let that uh let that sink in a bit soft six it's just you know I do respect everybody's opinions just not that one that one doesn't seem you know very respectable because this album was just so well made. This actually saved Kanye's career because this came after he ran up on stage, stole the mic away from Taylor Swift and said, Beyonce had one of the greatest music videos of all time. You know, poor Taylor Swift. I didn't, you know, watch the music video that Taylor Swift put out, but I do know that Kanye was referencing the single ladies music video. Great music video. I gave it a watch once or twice. But, you know, everybody was hating on him. You know, everybody wanted to see Kanye just out of the spotlight, out of the public's eye. And I completely understand that, you know? Like, I know if I were Taylor Swift, I'd be really mad and really upset that, you know, I just got my Grammy. You know, I'm having a great time. I'm on top of the world, Cloud Nine. Then Kanye comes up on stage and says, you don't deserve this. So that is when everybody wanted Kanye, like, out of here. Like, no more Kanye. Trying to cancel him. So he went out and he brought all these rappers to Hawaii and set up a kind of a rap camp, right? He said, this next album I'm going to make is going to be one of the greatest I have ever put together. And he delivered. He absolutely delivered. I touched upon this a little bit, but the song 
all of the lights on that album just so well made the production value is amazing he has alicia keys he has fergie before she messed up the national anthem he has elton john he has drake he has rihanna he has kid cuddy just all these great rappers and artists you know elton john's not a rapper but you know um he just has all these fantastic artists on this one and that's just one song by kanye now what really got him back into the public spotlight was his song and probably one of my favorite songs of all time runaway he says explicitly in the song let's have a toast for the douchebags let's have a toast for the assholes let's have a toast for the scumbags every one of them that i know you know, I think in this song, Kanye kind of acknowledges that he messed up a little bit with the whole Taylor Swift situation. And that, that may just be, you know, some of a, his uh, apology to the public for his actions. And it's just such a well-made song. Honestly, I urge you to listen to this album front to back, no skips. It's just so good. Like in his first song on the album, Dark Fantasy. Nicki Minaj, in a kind of British accent, says, you may think you've peeped the scene, but you haven't. And that's just saying, like, you know, you only see the surface, but you don't really see what's underneath all that. And that's just, that's a great way to start off an album. And that is why I believe that this is the greatest rap album of all time. That's just, Kanye could not have gotten any better. And whoever said that this album was a soft six, your opinion is just not good. I'm sorry. I don't know how else to phrase it, but I just don't respect that opinion. 10 out of 10 album, all time. But yeah, so this has been Talking Goats. I've been your host, Brian Justin Bailey. Have a fantastic day.